Hello, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls. My name is Asmar Shid Mahmood, and I'm here with Didi uh, Mosaic Noon Talk, the podcast edition. Original program was a live Facebook interviews with some of the leading Canadian and international South Asian artists, performers, dancers, musicians, and personalities who have had a great influence and input towards South Asian arts and culture. Uh, the series of interviews and chats that I conducted uh, with various artists who have headlined our festival uh, in the last 14 years. Uh, so please keep in mind that because these were video chats, there will be uh, some uh, visualization on your part uh, to enjoy this series as podcast. Uh, Canadian Community Arts Initiative is uh, pleased to present uh, this podcast series uh, with the help of TD Ready Commitment, supported by City of Mississauga, Ontario Arts Council, Canada Council, Factor Canada, Celebrate Ontario Fund and Heritage Canada. And we recognize that we live on the treaty lands of Anishinaabe people of New Credits and Mississaugas. Thank you very much. For listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Please do uh, send us your views on our Instagram post, uh, on our Twitter account, uh, or write to us on our email. Thank you very much and enjoy on. I am so excited because today my guest is one of those people who I learned so much from. I learned festivals from him. Uh, he has uh, was instrumental in getting uh, me my first job on a festival uh, with uh, with him, and uh, he is none other than Abhishek Mathur from the famed wonderful festival Masala Mendi Masti. Welcome to TD Mosaic Noon Talk, Abhishek Mathur. How are you doing? Thank you very much for joining us. I'm thrilled to be with you, Appa. It's, it's good to be good to be. Face to face. Oh my! Uh, it's it's been a while. Uh, there, there's so many things that are happening. The world has changed in these couple of months, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things we are learning how to uh, re-see, re-watch, revisit. So, uh, how has everything been with you uh, sitting in Dubai? Uh, what are you up to right now? Uh, it, it's uh, certainly been an eye-opener. Nobody expected this to happen. And, and even if it did, no one would have known how to have dealt with it. So I, I think we've been patient. I think um, the, the way the leadership and the government here has operated and managed the situation has been pretty incredible. Um, the great thing is that everybody listens, everyone uh, wants to make it better, and they're all in it together. And so everyone is as responsible as the other. As the other. So um, we, we've um, we've beaten the curve. Numbers have gone down. Uh, but it is, you know, needless to say, Dubai runs on tourism, hospitality. Um, it's 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 a, a a transportation hub, and events and entertainment are its backbone. And all of that is at a standstill at the moment, uh, with little sort of flickers of hope and uh, events beginning to, to restart. So th there's a lot of excitement, there's a, there's a general buzz that uh, things will start coming back to some level of normality or normalcy and, and uh, we're hoping sooner the, sooner the better, of course. 
Absolutely. It's the same here in Canada. Everything is on a complete shutdown uh, and, and the numbers, of course, have gone down and, and uh, we are uh, being really responsible uh, in, in facing this situation. But uh, just across the border, things are not so good. So yeah, it's, uh, sure. you know, we, we have a lot of tourism from across the border and, and we do have the numbers, of, of course, have gone down and all the provinces are trying that people should do inter-province travel more. And so, so that mm. will be, I think that is the setup for here for us uh, for this year. Um, but uh, Abhishek, your journey into the world of arts and culture and entertainment has been a long one. I mean, you still look as young as I first saw you, you're still my little baby brother. But tell me something, how did this journey start for you? Because in 2001, when I met you for the first time, uh, you had already started Masala Mini Masti. How, how is the process? I mean, what made you do that? Because I had never knew about any other festival. Of course, there was this, but this going on. But this, but this had a very different vibe to it. And uh, so what's what initiated this thing with you? So um, can backtrack a little bit. My my journey to Canada was as a student, and I came as a young eighteen year old, went straight into university, and I think my biggest culture shock was the the Desi community, and um, it it was a shock in that coming from having lived in the UK, India, and the UAE, and particularly boarding boarding school in India. I mean, there was a level of, I guess, knowledge of the world, a broad-mindedness that we, we came out of. And when I came to Canada, with all due respect and no, no fingers being pointed at any, anyone or any community, we seemed very insular and very, very sort of keeping to ourselves. And that, 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 that really bothered me. And I'm talking about 1990, which is when I started my, my Canadian journey. That's many, many years ago. And... Um, I think that culture shock is what made me get very involved with the Indian Student Association at my university. Um, initially, I figured, you know, Desis are Desis, wherever you go, you don't really need to make that extra effort, but I, I really felt I needed to. And so I got very involved with the, it was called the UIS at York University, uh, made some of my closest, dearest friends back then, and, and got very involved in the cultural shows and the and the, the cultural um, productions that we produced as a, as a student club as an ethnic student club yeah, and you danced as well at that time oh my god i did everything it was crazy i never would have done that back in india but i i, I danced i sang i um produced the shows i directed stuff i choreographed um but but there was so much talent there was so much talent in that generation of of youngsters who wanted to keep their they seen us at home or within their own community and were never really ready to put it on the map or put it um, on a mainstream platform or on a mainstream stage. So after coming out of university, having worked in a few sort of regular corporate roles, um, I went back, did my master's in arts and media management at York as well, did an MBA there. And, um, and that's when I figured, you know what, How, why is it that our culture is not on every FM station, every TV show, every, you know, wh why are we missing? We're such a visible, part of the community, such a visible part of, of Canada. But we just seem to have missed the mark or we, we just don't get noticed. I mean, we had trailblazers like um, uh, Monica Diol, who was on Much Music, 
well before many South Asian faces were were, were regular on Canadian yeah. yeah. media. But the, they they were those you know those special sparks that um, that we had few and, and far between of. So um, I actually I actually created Panorama India, which is a still which is still a functioning festival, and it was something so, that I so had, you you founded Panorama India as well. Oh I my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Here, hello. There is this this very <laughs> big innovation which I didn't know. I knew that you were working with them, but I didn't know that you started it. So no, you I, know I, that I, Panorama I, India just, is a very big platform now, yeah, and and yes. Sumita Huja works there, and 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 so yeah. many people from your team work Sumita, there. Sumita, dear friend, who was also yes, a part is of the chair Yeah. Uh, so so Panorama was a, was one of the projects that I'd gone to the community at large with. To yeah. say, let's do a festival. Let's put aside our differences. You know, you know, the Bengalis do the Bengali thing. The Punjabis do the Punjabi thing. The Tamils do the Tamil thing, and and so on and so forth. And and at that time, I was still, um, you know, I, I had a utopian idea of how everyone can come together, and and I think it worked in many ways. Um, I did it for a year, yeah. And then the consulate took over the following year. But that's when we we realized that as Canadians, we need to we need to be South Asian Canadians if we're going to label ourselves as anything, and not Indian, not Pakistani, not Bangladeshi, not Srini, not Guyanese. We have a common thread, a common culture, a common heritage um, that has evolved and and um, you know has become so incredibly diverse within itself yeah. and uh, outside of itself. How hard was it for you to come up with Masala Mendi Masti? What was the biggest challenge that you feel that there was that stood in front of you I, i think the biggest challenge was our own community and the again with all due respect the, the older generation that that were had done so much and for so many years they were the torchbearers of our culture they're the ones who who were, were ensuring that we didn't lose our roots or didn't lose sight of our roots but in in maintaining just the classical arts and just the formal traditional arts we were not giving due importance or due recognition to folk arts contemporary arts you know fusion music bhangra hip hop that was all the rage back in the day uh, especially in the uk um and it was it was often trivialized it was often not uh, respected enough to be a part of our culture oh my god you The, i heard with hip hop they see hip hop for the first time at masala mendi masti there was so many first times for me at masala mendi masti i remember you brought that group from shillong choir i yes, mean unbelievable i i fell in love with them and and there was so many things that i saw for the first time because i had come from pakistan in 99 and for me this was the introduction to an entire new form and genre of music and dance and and culture which which really you don't get exposed to in in when you're sitting in pakistan so thank oh. you so much for all that that is in that was incredible no i i think what was amazing about what we did and we did it collectively uh, we didn't compete we didn't aim to compete with any other organization there was savak there was salco there was um filmy um we had we had partners in um uh bharati kalamanaram and then there was so the aim of the festival was to bring people together and create an umbrella without without taking away from everything that they had done for so many years kalanidhi you know uh, the dance yeah. festival thakkar and 
the theater companies and so many things we aim to bring people together bring organizations together and give them that platform where um, all genres of art culture could be presented and very importantly we we wanted to do it downtown toronto so it was visible not just for our own community but for everyone else especially at a place like harborfront center where people walk through not knowing what they're going going to experience because it's just a it's a special public space and that yeah. was our birthplace we 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 started there because of that we wanted that that walk through traffic the the walk up traffic um to just come and stumble upon us if they weren't looking for us you guys were the first festival there before uh, other than the the jazz festival that they started because they had re- recently opened the whole venue they'd redone the whole place and everything and and i think you guys put the whole damn thing on map and 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 they never got that kind I, of audience and that kind of response uh, after you guys moved to uh, see it into the exhibition place grounds you know and 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 i i feel so sad about that because it that it never got that kind of south asian verb or or that kind of inclusivity that we saw at uh, at masala mini masti so your education you had have an mba from york university my university i get yes. <laughs> went after after you but i went there so uh, what how much was your education contributing towards the festival when you organized it i think in terms of you know literal school work and and uh, you know academic um involvement or knowledge that i gained from york it it was all um we, we didn't really specifically study how to build a festival and how to create a festival but i guess the 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 nuances of production the 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 intricacies of dealing with artists budgeting um and and then dealing with funders and organizations and government entities it was all a part of what i learned but i i don't think i would have ever learned to do what we did without being on the ground and with jyoti who was was the co-founder of the festival and we used to you know we would brainstorm ideas off of each other we both had very similar passion and drive and and desire to see our culture on the map and i think because of gelling there was one thing that we gelled with gelden because we gelled on that front we were able to come up with a vision and even the name the festival name we 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 were told overheard in passing with some senior member of the community saying oh they call our they call our culture a, a mix of masalas you know how, how derogatory is that and we both thought hey that's actually brilliant because masalas we are we're we're a variety of spices from different parts of south asia and beyond yeah so yeah. that word has to be in our festival name so yeah. so we actually yeah. went against the grain and we 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 named it uh, literally in 3 minutes we came up with a few words that we liked and put exclamation marks and we're like there we go we got a story masala means variety and spice um mehndi is you know the the art form and and the connotes Asian yeah. culture, and then musti means either fun or mischief, you know. And and why shouldn't we be mischievous? Why should we always be straight jacket, you know, formal? And you know, we wanted to be fun. Yeah. Um, so, so the journey of masala mendi musti and 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 the the relationship with Jyoti. Uh, you guys were already married when you started masala mendi musti. Yeah. Yes, we were. In fact. Panorama India is where I reconnected with Jyoti. I knew Jyoti from university uh, university days. Okay. Um, she was actually in high school. 
and I was in university, so I was I was a very careful uh, friend, and uh, she has her own version to the story. But we <laughs> we finally reconnected after many years, and it's at Panorama India, um, where she she joined forces with me, and I was uh, I I eventually was representing Harborfront for the festival, wow. um, having initiated wow. the whole thing, and then she she joined the team, and she and I basically put the the event together with a wonderful team of volunteers and Harborfront Centre staff. But, but on the last day yeah. of that event, at the consul at the reception at City Hall is where we decided to get engaged. Amazing. How wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so Masala Mandi Masti has its own story, a love story as well behind it. So that's it, wonderful. And you know what? You guys, what you guys were able to do, Smita Dayal just mentioned that you guys crossed 100,000 visitors to MMM back then. Do you know mm -hmm. that today we cannot even claim that uh, in, uh, in any festival that happens, all South Asian festivals, we don't get 100,000 people, you know. So you know, it's that okay. was a great achievement. You were sitting right there. And we are sitting in the hubs of South Asians, you know, like Mississauga, Brampton. We don't get that kind of audience, which you got in Toronto, uh, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So, but I'll tell you why. And it's, not, it's not a negative thing. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. The, the numbers are one thing, and yes, they were great, but I think we were, at the time, the only festival of its size and scale and, and range in terms of what we programmed. Today, I'm, I'm thrilled that you know, Mosaic is so successful, there's Desi Fest, there's Bollywood Mashup, and everyone is coexisting, everyone is, is um, you know, in the same 50 square kilometer Absolutely. I, I, it makes me ha happier for us because then the government agencies realize that, you know, there is so many South Asian activities happening. So that means they need funding. So how yes. was the challenge of funding for you when you were doing Masala Mehdi? A nightmare. It was honestly, maybe we were naive at the time. We were, we were, we were young in terms of knowing how to work the system. We, we, we didn't come from an arts background per se, so we hadn't written grants before. Um, and, and I will tell you this very candidly and very honestly, uh, with some of the grants that we, we tried to get, the, the support in writing the grants, how to write the grants from the grants bodies just wasn't there. And, and in fact, I felt or we felt at, at times that we were they were trying to not grant us funds and they were doing everything that they could so that we, we wouldn't get funding. Um, I, I won't go into who, when, how, what, but but, but it was a struggle and, and therefore we started to rely more and more on corporate funds because it was so much easier. I think corporate entities at that time, like General Motors, Toyota, uh, State Farm, um, Mobility even, um, Omni, Toronto Star, they all saw the value in the South Asian community, you know, and they, they, they were willing to and they were ready to. Oh, Tim Hortons, another wonderful sponsor. They were all, all ready to, to support the initiative. And uh, and support the community, but but I'll tell you, we were interviewed by Toronto Star, I think, in our second year, and they said, "What's your long-term vision for MMM?" And I remember Jyoti and I saying, "You know, after ten years, it shouldn't be necessary. We should be so much a part of regular Canadian culture, a regular Canadian programming, whether it's television or radio or film, news." that festivals like this should not be required. But you know what? It's wonderful that they exist still. And, and I think it's, it, it's a, it's a it testament is. to, to what, it, what you're doing and what, uh, 
they're doing a Desi Fest and Bollywood Mashup and, yeah. and, and everybody else, all the other smaller festivals that happen in between. Absolutely, because now it's become so important because uh, all the cities have their own funding uh, areas and also it's really become huge. Mosaic remains the, 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 the uh, first festival. We are the oldest festival in Celebration Square in Mississauga. Yes, but, I remember. Yeah, but but I, I know that, you know, everything we did with Mosaic was was with inspiration from Masala Medi Masti. We know we, we, uh, the, everything we picked it up from there. And that was the idea that we want to create something which has uh, we aspired to be a Masala Medi Masti, you know, because it was for us, that's the that was the benchmark. So and it remains the benchmark. Uh, but when you moved to Dubai, mm. What happened? Why? Um, why do you think you could not continue with MMM? What was the so, biggest challenge? So, so when we moved to Dubai, we still did MMM for another six years. We mm. moved to Dubai in 2005, and we came back. I think we learned um, how to get more government support, the the, the grants bodies and the funders. Um, also, either they they warmed up to us, or they realized that we were true to what we said we would do and and, and what we were yeah. committed to do. So I would say for the first few years while we struggled, you know, and as I say, we may have been naive as to how to go about it. Um, our next few years, it became, um, it, 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 not easier, but we figured out how to present what we were committing ourselves to, to presenting to these funders, to the government grant, granting bodies, and to sponsors as well. Um, so in, in that sense, we were able to continue. We, we moved over to Dubai because I think on a personal level, um, we realized that doing a festival, which is a complete CSR initiative, it was, it was an unpaid for gig, it was a volunteer gig, and um, would we have liked it to become something that was sustainable, even for ourselves personally? Yes. But I think the, the sheer size and scale of programming that we did, it was very hard to... to, to um, to want to even pay yourself, you know. To, oh, no, to, absolutely. So, so I think in that sense, we, we decided let's let's go somewhere where we can, you know, create our own personal financial fund to, to sustain ourselves. And so, for, for six years, every year we came home um, as visitors because we were we were non-resident Canadians and just just worked our, our butts off all through the year, communicating from Dubai. Okay. Um, one, at one point, we had a Vonage phone in Dubai when when uh, uh, yeah. VoIP phones were, were were permitted. So we managed one year with that, and then it was all email and. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. The question is a good one. You know, why did we discontinue after 2011? And and I think at that point, we felt that for us to be able to improve what we do, and to to ensure that the quality of what we're programming. Um, gets better and better. We we needed to get to another level of funding. You know, we needed to get to another level, and and I think rather than um, rather than sort of peter out and become a festival that was just another, you know, yeah. not not a not a not uh, not just another festival, but if we weren't being able to do justice to our artists and yeah. therefore to the audience, then we figured. There are others who are doing this. There should be. Let, let's make space for everybody. I, I, I think I personally think that it, uh, the the venue had a lot to do with it. 
I think uh, somewhere along the road, uh, Harbor Front lost its way because they stopped, you know, the way they were earlier, the way they worked with us earlier. I'm saying us because I, I also think of myself as an uh, mm-hmm. MMM uh, person. So they lost their way too. They went to uh, into another thing where they saw the success of Masala Mendi Masti and they thought it was because of them. It wasn't because of them. It was Masala Mendi Masti was bringing the people in. So I think the institution itself also got uh, got too embroiled. You know, the snakes eating its own skin, its own, yeah. own self. I think that's what happened. There were too many checks and balances which came in, and uh, so it's a sad story. And and uh, of uh, of uh, harbor front actually, because the way they went down, and they never recovered from that particular uh, you know that freshness that it had when MMM was working with uh, with harbor front. But anyways, so I need to know your uh, uh, once you went to Dubai, I went to see the place which you, you built. Did. It was no, so it was exciting! A- oh my god! Walk you around. The park personally and yeah i'd love to talk about that it was amazing <laughs> but tell me more about this how did that happen you know and sure. how is it the uh, the thing doing nowadays mm, no i will i will so so when we moved here i i moved and i i joined um a big private education organization which i did for about a year but it, it didn't feed my soul and we were actually coming back to canada after a year and a half of, of living here um, we moved, what, in 2005, 2007, we were ready to come home. And I just happened to, to be at the right place at the right time, and they were building theme parks. So they asked me if I'd be willing, because of my, because of my festival production experience and, and the festival, um, working at the CNE as a programmer and doing all sorts of other activations in Canada, I was asked if I would like to join a permanent theme park called Global Village which was going to be a culture-based $1.5 billion theme park. Um, so I joined that and we hit about eight months into it and we, we hit that massive recession in 2008. So the actual project, we had spent um, $300 million on, on the infrastructure, on the programming. I programmed 15 months of entertainment in music, theater, uh, film, culinary arts from all over the world. It was one of those dream jobs that any programmer um, from anywhere would, would, would die to, to be a part of. So I was director of culture and entertainment. Um, that permanent park ended up uh, being stalled and never saw the light of day. But annually, there was the Global Village Fair or Fun Fair that happened every winter. So I was asked to take over entertain uh, the programming and, and cultural direction for that, which for five years was another wonderful experience. I produced 12,000 shows in three months every year, um, a minuscule budget of just two, three million dollars for the entire duration. Yeah. But everything from, you know, stunt shows and cultural programming from all over the world to, to uh, street entertainment, it was, it was an absolute dream, absolute dream. And that, that is probably the most successful entertainment destination in the Middle East. Um, Seven million visitors, wow. six months, now it's a six month event. Um, but but it, was, it, was, it was absolutely enlightening and, and a brilliant, brilliant opportunity for me. In fact, 
we produced the 12th Masala Mehndi Masti Festival at Global Village, yes. which was one international destination that we took the festival to. And we had Salim Suleiman, and we had Shweta Sobram, and then from Toronto, we also brought uh, Gurpreet Chana yeah. um, and Mason back, and then we had SW Storm, yeah. uh, uh, Saima, our programming uh, director. She flew out to be a part of that, uh, to both produce the entertainment or program the entertainment and produce the show. Yeah. So there's this one more thing, you know, the people who work with MMM team, you guys trained them so well. Now all of them are so well uh, adjusted in the entertainment industry. They're all doing so well in their own fields. So that's also a testament to the way you guys, you and Jyoti worked hard with the team. You you taught them your your skills. You you literally enabled them to make better lives for themselves in their own fields. So I I on behalf of all of them and myself, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Oh, I, you. I, and, and honestly, this 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 is what the spirit uh, is that uh, when you are an entrepreneur, you're not just there. You're preparing a next generation of people to take over, to do better than yourself. And I think that's the best uh, testament to your success as not only a programmer, as an organizer, but also as an entrepreneur. So really, hats off. That. Well, I think that was, that was very critical that we, we, A, we had the benefit of having volunteers and team members um, who had, who wanted to be a part of it. So no one was being forced to, or had a, you know, a gun to their head. And then because they were happy to be a part of it, they were happy to, uh, or we were happy to impart whatever we knew. Um, and of course, it was trial and error and we, 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 we did things right, we did things wrong, we fixed them. Um, and collectively, we came up with better solutions. And it's wonderful to see how so many people have gone on, uh, both team members, volunteers, um, and artists who were part of the festival have gone on and have, have excelled in what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the whole process project that you guys are doing there, Clint Feller, there is the CEO of, uh, uh, of uh, this uh, Berkeley College. Uh, in he was so impressed with everything that you're doing there. And uh, then you went ahead and did the first concert, Bollywood concert in Saudi Arabia of all places. How did that happen? Dude? How did that happen? Honestly, it's, it's been an astounding journey. After Global Village, I was then asked to head up entertainment for Bollywood Parks Dubai, which was the world's first Universal Studios-esque theme park based on Bollywood films. So I spent four years in um, in uh, the whole conceptualization, development, the creation of Bollywood parks with a, a wonderful team, belonged to the government. And um, we, we opened it, it was a multi-billion dollar theme park. And um, like with all theme parks in, in, a, in a part of the world where theme parks are not the norm, it has, it's it's going to take its time to establish and, and be recognized. But you came and saw what we did. I, I produced a $16 million uh, theatrical musical with Wizcraft from, from India. Uh, we had 12 to $20 million rides, which we, we wrote the stories. We adapted movie IPs like... I know, wow. that was amazing. I mean... Guys, if you, when you go to Dubai for this ride, this is amazing. And you, <laughs> Abhishek Mathur is right there as one of those guys. This picture is there. And, and this is uh, the, uh, the Shole theme yeah. uh, ride. It, it, amazing. Abhishek took me there. 
and it was so much fun. But Abhishek, Saudi Arabia, wasn't it a big challenge to do the concert in Saudi Arabia? Another wonderful story. Um, they, they, they're very keen to change their way of life. Um, I know we all have our own interpretations or perceptions of what's going on in Saudi. But I, but I think the people at large, the citizens at large do want to change. They also know financially that billions of dollars leave the country every year for, you know, with their own citizens who, who travel overseas to be entertained. So let's open it up. So I actually was going back and forth with the, with the General Entertainment Authority for quite a long time just to, you know, just say, hey, I'm here, you know, a step away in Dubai. If ever you need anything, I can be a part of anything, let me know. And then finally, one day after, I think it was a year of being in touch on LinkedIn and emails and phone calls, they said, we're coming to Dubai. Can you, can you take us for a walk around Bollywood parks? I said, come. So we, we, um, we met and then things started to snowball and so we're doing some festivals in different parts of the country. Uh, would you be willing to program something Bollywood? Shorts, right up my sleeve, up my alley. So we did three concerts there, including another Canadian, Jonita Gandhi. Of course. So we're always Very trying, happy. you know, always trying to fly the flag and and get Canadians. Uh, Excellent. To be a part of whatever we're doing. Yeah, so there's a huge uh, contingent of Canadians right there in in Dubai and all, all these places. Uh, what is the basic difference that you feel working in Canada or in Dubai? What is the difference? How do you feel? And considering that nowadays with Black Lives Matter and with all these uh, equi uh, equity-driven initiatives and both funders and organizers and, you know, uh, how do you think things are changing both in Canada, in Western world, as well as in Dubai? I think the change here is is slower in that sense. The 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 recognition of these issues um, will take a little longer to 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 trickle down and permeate. Um, you can have these conversations with with uh, people from this part of the world, and many don't get it. You know, there's this whole yeah. BLM versus ALM, and and um, trying to help people understand you know, where all of these where all of these issues factor into our daily lives and and how we, we need to be open to discussing them. I mean, I, I'm a part of um, uh, Ina Roy from, from Montreal, who's, who's friends with Arshad, uh, Bollywood Blast. She and I put together some conversations online and so many of us get it and, and, and you know, we, 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 thought we believe in it, but it's having that discussion with those that don't, which yeah. is where we, we, we need to keep going. We need to keep pushing the envelope. But over here, uh, you were asking me what is the difference in in, in working on projects over here uh, versus in Canada. I think because there is nothing to, there are fewer precedents of what has happened over here in the arts, culture, entertainment, festival scene. Uh, they're willing to take more risks. There's more more that 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 uh, entities, uh, government agencies, corporate clients are willing to do. To, to move faster, to, to leapfrog, and yeah. reach a level of production value, programming value, artistic um, uh, programming um, that has taken us a lot longer in Canada because it's been more evolutionary over there. Yeah. So when we come back to Toronto, you know, there, there's certain things that we see have moving a lot slower than they have over here. Yeah. 
for us um, in terms of our careers, in terms of our experiences, what we've, what we've been able to do over here, I don't think we would have been able to have done in Toronto. So I know it's a little, it's a little selfish, but no, it's no. something to come back with and bring to Canada yeah. uh, as soon as we're ready to come back with those ideas, concepts. So we look forward to that time the, when mm -hmm. you are going to plan and, and move back to your, uh, your Canada. And, uh, and, and we will be waiting for you to do that. Uh, but honestly, uh, meanwhile, while you're there, if you will be pleased to see the array of artists who now we have access to, who we would like you to present at uh, in Dubai. Abhishek, thank you so much, my love. It is so great to talk to you. And and I am so excited for you because you bring, uh, you continue to do things on South Asian platform and that is very exciting for me and, and that makes me feel uh, not only me but lots of artists who feel uh, relegated to the size just because of the situation, political situation that we feel in South Asia uh, growing uh, and, and hopefully in these parts of the world we, we can bypass that and work together and, yes. and hopefully do better things to, for, for South Asia as well. I so agree. thank you so much. God bless you. you.